Hi, and welcome back to Attack of Final Fantasy, the podcast where IP tried to complete every single Final Fantasy game using Attack only. And this is the month of Final Fantasy VII. Hello, how's it going? Me and the wife went for Wagamama's and had a couple of drinks. It was lovely. We enjoyed the sunshine once we could. Um, yeah, this is Dirge Part 2. Still very angry, still very sweary. Uh, select attack if you want to follow me on the old tweets. And yeah, links below. Have a good night. And the next chapter starts and we're in some sewers. These sewers are waist deep in water. So this should be fun. Hidden in the water there are some Sahagan. Which sort of just jump out of here. When the Sahagin attack, they sound a bit like the hunters from Resident Evil 1. I make it all the way through the sewers and I have to do these things where I've got to flip switches to raise bars and, you know, just your normal sewer shenanigans. And I get to a basement and get ambushed by a bunch of soldiers and die. And now the game started me right back at the start of sewers again. So back in the basement, I shoot some more soldiers and I have to get into a lift to take me up one level. Although I could jump on boxes, but not jump onto the sort of walkway above me. Crazy. Just when I have 14 hang-up bullets left, I come across a shop. This little shop looks like it could be a trap though because it's in the middle of a circular room. Let's find out. And in this shop, I find out that I picked up a power booster, which significantly, significantly, oh my god, significantly increases a weapon's power. However, it's quite heavy, but that doesn't bother me. Also, I finish upgrading Cerberus, and it is now at its most powerful. So I turn around and get back on the elevator. And it's taking me back down. I'm not really sure where I'm meant to be going. So there's a room that you can get to by crouching and it seems to spawn soldiers infinitely so I get out of there before I die and it turns out the, the elevator if you stay on it it will just go up stop up stop down stop down stop so you just gotta wait on it until you get to the third floor now I'm on this tiny little walkway where two doors have just shut in front of behind me and a soldier's just like we got him so looks like trouble. After a small shooting gallery minigame, or that's at least what it felt like because these soldiers could not touch me with my high-powered handgun, I'm finally out of the sewers and this little basement area. Just had a short cutscene where Vincent has a flashback to when him and Lucrezia first met. Um, I think they're trying to pull off Lucrezia as sort of an Aerith-type person, but I, I, don't, I don't really feel it. I think it's a bit cheap, really. In the next cutscene, Kate Sith is falling and sliding down a macro reactor, and he heads inside, and now we get to play with Reeves' pussy. In this part of the game, I've got to sneak by the soldiers. And I get spotted straight away. This part of the game is horrible. There's no way to hide, there's no way to tell if you're hidden or not, so I just had to 
lock it out and run for the next part of it. Um, in the next part, a cutscene played out where I saw the people container from Calm get sort of um, carried along a conveyor belt type system. You can push barrels into guards, but it's, it's easier just to run past them, to be honest. In the next part, Kate Seth witnesses the people container fall down towards the Mako, um, and this giant arm reaches out and grabs it and pulls it in. Then a spooky guy appears, and he's like, Usher ourselves. It's my brother, Omega. And then Kate Seth, quite handily, calls him Nero the Sable. Oh dear. And then he's getting sucked into like a black pit thing. Hooray, we're back with Vincent. Hopefully I won't have to do any more of that nonsense. As Vincent, I enter a room and a white materia rolls across the floor towards me. I pick it up and Lucrezia appears. And it's almost like saying, oh look, white materia. Oh look, Lucrezia, you remember Aerith had white materia? You remember how much you loved Aerith? Oh look, it's Lucrezia and white materia. Ugh. And she passes right through us like she was some sort of computer hologram thing. Then there's a cutscene where Lucrezia is in the cave that she is crystallised in, chatting to herself, and she is basically explaining about how Omega is born from a live stream and it is born to quell everything off the planet and take all the souls to a new place across the stars. Lucrezia's hologram thing apologises and she disappears. She's always apologising. And we grab Lucrezia's data on Omega. Handily enough, it's just laying around on a desk. And now I've got my mission thing, which is to collect the Omega files. The basement here seems a lot bigger than it did in 7. But it is called Shimra Manor, not Shimra Mansions. So maybe it's a completely different place. I don't know. I just came across a coffin room. Coffin room. It might be my coffin room. Let's see if I can recruit a better Vincent. Nah, this one's alright. A motherfucking soldier with a motherfucking sword jumped out of a motherfucking coffin when I got close. I'm at a mission where I've got three minutes to deactivate mines, but I don't know how to deactivate the mines. <laughs> so I'm running into them and blowing them up. And I got a card key as a reward. Just made it into the actual manor part, and it is the same one as in seven. I mean, I should have probably guessed that because he is in Nibelheim, so... We walk into a room and Vincent collapses onto the ground and has a little flashback where he was in a vat of water and Lucrezia was there looking at him. And then when he wakes up, generic European accent, woman's back, and she is saying that what Weiss... What Weiss wants? Man, that was hard. Um... All the deep ground wants. So if he wants to raise a mega, then that's what everyone else wants, apparently. So after a little bit more chit chat about, well, bollocks really, just a little rubbish about her being the same as Vincent, she hops out of the room, Vincent chases her, and now there's a robot throwing bombs at us. Then the robot scuttles off after throwing the bombs, so I jump over the bombs, so I chase after him. 
And I am going through doors, hopefully. Yep, X to open. Going through doors. Oh, there's a shop here. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little shop because I don't think oh, I've got a couple of items. I've got two high potions of Phoenix down. Don't need anything else. We get out into the uh, main foyer and the robot attacks us. So now it's time for a boss fight. Oh, the robot's called Black Widow. Oh, okay, and it laser beamed us. And we're dead. Okay, let's, let's try that again. Although I was dodging the laser beam quite well that time, I still managed to die again. Dead again. Did it this time, and Vincent flipped away his gun like it was no trouble at all. So after a fight, generic European accent woman comes out, or otherwise known as Rosso, and she punches Vincent in the chest, taking what I can only assume is the proto-material thrown with inside him. Um, and Vincent lays on the ground and he starts to turn into chaos, but he can't control it, so he reverts back to Vincent. So she's like, ah, you can't control it without this. Well, you'll need it when I'm finished with you. And I've just paused it literally as Yuffie showed up. Man, Yuffie is so cool. She gets Vincent out of her. But generic European accent woman does get away with proto-materia. And that is the end of this chapter. And I got another B ranking. The next chapter starts out with Vincent talking to Hojo. And he's like, is it true? The Lucretia's going to take part in this experiment? And for some reason, Hojo's got sort of a, a mild German accent. Uh, I don't really know what that's applying. But Lucrezia comes into the room and she's all like, yes, it is true. And Vincent's like, oh, you're using your own child as an experiment? And then Hojo's all like, uh, yeah, well, you know, we're both scientists. We know what we're doing. And then Lucrezia... Uh, collapses to the ground, clutching her stomach, and it shows the iconic scene of Sephiroth walking away through the flames. They had to use it, didn't they? It's Final Fantasy VII, after all. Then there's another scene where Vincent sat with Lucrezia in that cave, and she's in a fucking crystal, and Vincent's all like, I couldn't stop you that day. And then Lucrezia's like, I'm so sorry. Again, and I'm just getting so sick of it. He's like a bloody middle schooler. Not being funny, but if my wife decided to go off, have a baby with a guy and experiment on that baby, I would not be pining after her anymore. I would be like, what the hell? What a bloody do? That's what I'm telling you, mate. Phew, disgusting. <laughs> Lucky the next scene opens up with Yuffie saying good morning. So hopefully this will be a bit more lighthearted. I like Yuffie's Moogle outfit. It's like a hood, but it's cool. And I want one. She's a fucking muppet, but she's just brilliant. Such a relief to have someone just so stupid in the game. Apart from Vincent. Vincent's stupid in a different way. So according to Yuffie, the hole that was in Vincent's chest healed itself up. Good on it. Well done. Apparently, Yuffie's been knocking around with Reeve and the gang, helping out, and she found, well, as we know, Vincent in Shinra Manor. Vincent thanks her, and Yuffie gets all embarrassed over this. So Reeve tells us to get back to headquarters um, because he wants to tell us all about Kate Sith and Omega and what he saw, and he's analysing the files or something. Then another cutscene. 
It starts with Shelk waking up in a tank of water. Then she steps out and she sees Shilua, I think, at a desk slumped over. Probably dead. Hopefully dead. Please be dead. Let's find out. And Azul is led on a table here as well. I don't know. And he wakes up. Of course he wakes up. Why wouldn't he wake up? Why couldn't he just be dead? Shilua wakes up and finds Shelk picking up her weapons. God, I'm so done with these cutscenes. I do not care about any of these people. So Shelk is all like, I want to go back to deep ground. And Shalua is all like, well, I'm not going to let you. So, you know, and Shelk's like, well, I'm not asking permission. And then Shalua is all like, well, I don't remember you winning out of FL fights, do you? And God, I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Then the scene shifts to a guard looking at a wall and the wall busts open and this giant pool comes out. There's some enemy troops taking down the soldiers in the HQ place. Then Reef hears transmissions from his troops getting killed and he's like, deep ground? It's like, no fucking shit. No, it's Cloud. It's Cloud. It's Zack back from the dead. It's Aerith. No, it's deep ground, you dickhead. What are you doing? And then it switched back to the two sisters and the little one is like, they were waiting for Azul. And the bigger one's like, Azul? And she's like, his death was merely a prologue to something worse or some bullshit. You heard me, I'm angry. And then we're back to Vincent and Yuffie. And their transport gets attacked. Oh my God, am I going to be able to kill something now? Yuffie gets knocked out. Yay, I'm finally playing again. Okay, so I'm in a sort of wooded area. It's pretty cool. It's nice to be somewhere different. And I died again because there's a lot of bugs and people around that want to kill me. Now, I've not mentioned this before, but when you start a mission within the chapters, it flashes up all over the place and doesn't disappear for ages. It's at least five seconds, so it's like, stage mission, do this thing, and it's just so distracting. Can't see what you're doing. This game, why am I doing this? And I've just done another ridiculous part where I had to take down 15 helicopters in a stupid Gatling gun. And when the helicopters were blown up, they didn't actually blow up. They still flew around, but they're on fire, so I didn't know if they were destroyed or not ridiculous now i'm inside headquarters and back to gray corridors when i finally make my way into the headquarters there's a shortcut scene where some troops are like this is headquarters we need backup and then there's a growl and it's like what is that thing oh what could it be i'm being shot at now then out of a bay at one end of this giant car park type place comes another Black Widow robot but I take it down this time from a distance and Vincent don't you dare go into that blast door I've still got stuff to get don't you dare you fucking cut so Vincent walked into the next part of the game and I couldn't collect all the items that I wanted to do outside thanks a lot Vincent you know what you are in the next room, it turns out I'm back in the place with the staircase that I was going up and down earlier uh, in the HQ. 
Everything has been destroyed though, and I've got 65 health to get to the next save point. Turn a corner and a soldier kills me. I wonder where I'm going to reload. It's just after a Black Widow 2 fight where Vincent walked in on his own, so it's not too bad. At least he's got full health now. Vincent sees this giant behemoth creature coming down the hall and he's like, what the hell? And Shelk is luckily there to say, Azul. Vincent shoots at it and Shalua tries to get in there with a punch but gets battered away. This distracts Vincent who also gets battered away. And Shelk is all like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's right, this is Azul. And then Azul hits her as well. Shelk holds out a shield material to the monster and it envelops it in light. And she's all like, the power of your barrier material is not comparable to the shield material, Azul. And then suddenly Azul is back to his human form. I guess he's a human, I don't know. Asks her why she stands in his way. You've just twatted her. See, just as she says. So Azul basically says that she is no longer needed because all she was there for is to upload some data into the neural network. Um, whatever this is, I have no idea. But apparently he doesn't need her now, so he's going to kill her. More bullshit. So Shalua grabs Shalk after throwing a blinding light thing at Azul, distracting him. And she's like, come on, we have to go. And Vincent gets out with his double doors. And then Shalua's like, come on, we've got to go, Shalk. And Shalk's all like, no, you can't take me. And then Shalua's like, but we have 10 years to catch up on. And then as the doors are shut and she puts her robotic arm into the centre of the doors, luckily leaving a gap for Shalk to get through, sacrificing herself. That's what I think is going to happen. I'll let you know if I'm right. Yep, Chuck gets through and Shalua is on the other side and the door crushes her arm shut and just before it crushes her, she's like, Shelk, remember, I will always love you. Then you see Azul's fist hit something and some white liquid seeps under the double doors. Uh, I think this might have been maybe meant to be blood, but they had to censor it, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, end of chapter, and my result is a C. The next cutscene opens with Reeve uh, going on to Vincent about how ashamed he is because he used to be a hero for Genova War or some bullshit. And Vincent comes back with, I used to be a stone in the river of time. And my wife's reaction was... Shut the fuck up, Vincent, you stupid twat. There we go. Turns out they recovered Shalua's body and it's in a pod, being watched over by Yuffie. How this happens? Who fucking knows? And Yuffie starts popping shots at Vincent, saying, Vincent, you were there, why couldn't you save her? It's just like, Yuffie, when have you ever cared about this woman? When have you ever met this woman? Have I missed something? All right, but Yuffie did just slap Shelk, and that's pretty cool. Okay, so I zoned out in that last cutscene, but it was Vincent and Shelk talking about self-sacrifice or something. So Vincent grabs hold of Shelk and then has a flashback to uh, his life before as a Turk and what's her face, Lucrezia, 
uh, brings a picnic to a spot where Vincent's napping. And it's all very romantic. Shokvan asks, why are her data fragments responding? What? What the fuck is a data fragment? I suppose I'll find out if I just let it play out. Stop whinging about the game. The game. <laughs> the movie with gameplay. Ugh. Then Reeve comes into the room and he's like, we shouldn't give up. Are you sure that the data you gathered from Mission Romana were complete? And then Vince is like, I'm sure. And he, he's like, the Omega Report, the file was incomplete. Oh, I also learned that Omega's in Midgar. And luckily, Shelk has the other half of the data needed before he launches attack on Midgar. Uh, it's in her neural network. She needed it. Apparently it's uploaded through her knees or something. And she she has it because it's in her, her head now. And they can now put it all together and go kill Omega, hopefully. So it goes on. Selk says that she's happy to upload the data to make it complete or something. And in doing so, she hopes to recover her own mind. <sighs> and thank God Yuffie interrupts us. And sits here with a fleet of airships. This airship is very reminiscent of the one in Final Fantasy X-2. Uh, it's got like a globe in the middle where in 10 you would select where you wanted to go from the globe and it's got a huge sort of window that you can see out of and there's also a window that I would be terrified of stepping on in real life that looks down to the ground. And so it's just giving me the freedom to walk around the airship till the meeting. What meeting? I don't know. This game doesn't tell you anything. I made the mistake of talking to Yuffie. The shop on the airship has some different items. I could buy some Mega Potions and X Potions, which I just did. And the handgun ammo is only one gill as opposed to ten everywhere else. Okay guys, I took a little bit of a break for a couple of days from this game because it was really stressing me out. But when I came back, the disc that I'm using didn't like to read. So I've literally managed to get it loaded but i don't know how long it's going to last so hopefully i'll complete it in this one sitting now i go into one room and find shalua in a special tank i guess she's sleeping and her sister shelk is here she starts talking some bullshit about virtual reality and network and how she can upload her consciousness to to talk with sentient life forms or something I don't know. I think it's actually kind of like a flip on the how Aerith could hear the planet. Sort of that, maybe? For such a big airship, it's very, very empty. Right, guys, get a load of this guy. <laughs> Mr. Valentine! <laughs> I have no idea where I'm going on this thing don't know who to talk to. I think I've spoke to everyone now. Ah, I found Reeve in the room where the ceiling changes. Talking to Reeve moves game forwards and Sid explains in a cutscene that some old friends are going to do a ground assault. So I wonder who that could be. 
Then there's another cutscene of a truck driving through a canyon, um, and it's Barrett driving and Tifa's in passenger seat, and she says into her radio, I see him. And then the back of the truck opens and Cloud's there and he's just stuck his swimming goggles on his face. And in typical Cloud overkill fashion, he jumps out of the back on his motorbike, Fenrir. Both Tifa and Parrot are very excited about that. And we are going to do an air assault. Pretty cool stuff. Because it's been a couple of days since I last played and did the podcast. I can't remember if I explained that this was on Midgar, but we're assaulting Midgar. Oh, and Shelk is putting on a VR headset. I think she's going to play some Beat Saber. Nope, oh, I was wrong. She just jacked into the Matrix. Then another cutscene plays out, and it's basically reiterating what Omega's going to do about sucking up all the life from the live stream all the life from live stream all the souls in the live stream and chuffing off the planet to find a new planet i guess to re-soul i don't know um and it's going to leave this empty husk behind so that's what we're worried about so sid's just shouted a plot point because he always seems to fucking shout i don't know what his problem is um that the wise guy is kidnapping all these people and killing them to make the planet think that the live stream is filling up faster and that there's a catastrophe, so Omega will be born. And we're going to go into Midgar and destroy the reactors now. Like we should have done in Final Fantasy VII. I'm not allowed to have part in um, blown up reactors. Basically, my job is to deal with the four deep ground people. I don't know why it's just Vincent that has to do this alone when it took a whole team of people to take down Sephiroth. Ah, but Sephiroth was level 50. And now I'm back to aimlessly wandering the airship, trying to figure out what to do next. I have another nonsense conversation with Shelk. Don't really know what it's about. Something about defragmenting data in her mind. After wandering around the airship for a bit, the game seemingly gets sick of me doing that and moves on. Vincent's having a heart attack now. Oh no, he's turned into chaos. Luzacrezia seems to appear out of nowhere and Vincent calms down and then she disappears. Then Vincent sees a scratch on wall that he made as chaos and he has another heart attack. Shelk witnesses all of this but walks away from Vincent before she's seen by him. I speak to Sid again and we're finally moving on with the game after Sid shouts stuff because that's what he does. Before the assault begins, Shout gives Vincent his phone back from, I guess she pickpocketed him in calm. Um, and she's like, dial hash V-I-N and you can contact me directly. It's like, okay, cool. And then she's like, I'm going to be monitoring your movements. And then she's like, oh no, it's not like that. It's just like, mate, no one cares, shut up. So a small film plays and it's basically just Vincent skyboarding down to Midgar, but he lands off target. This cutscene had a lot of shooting and a lot of cloud doing stuff and the, the deep ground guys, which there are three of. I don't know why Sid said four earlier, but there are definitely three of them, unless he meant Omega as well. Um... 
Anyway, yeah, Vincent's landed off target. I honestly thought when I saw him skyboarding that I'd have to do some sort of snowboarding segment again, but thank God I didn't. And we're into the next chapter, which is called Midgar Assault. Turns out we're in the train graveyard in the Sector 7 slums. And now I've got a mission inside the actual mission to escort some troops to their destination because they missed their mark as well. One of the troops gives us her backstory. Um, her brother was killed when the plate fell or something. Out of all the troops that follow me, one lived. So I had to go through this train graveyard and I'm being shot at but I can't see anybody. And then suddenly I'm mowed down by gunfire, not someone on like a ride on lawnmower. I come across a troop who seems to think that there's no way out of the train graveyard. And so Vincent phones Shalk and Shalk's like, oh, there's an underground passage just over there. So we're going to head for that. And she tells us that there's a heavy line of defence waiting for us. Just came to a part where I had to kill a deep ground commander. And I did so very easily. And now I'm in the underground passage that Shalk told me about. I make it to the central complex and I've got to go up. But first I've got to defeat some aerial troopers. Or as I like to call them, birdmen cunts. It was a bit of a struggle but I took them out. And in classic Vincent style, he has to get the last hit in, in the cutscene, on any boss. Oh, that's the end of that chapter. And I got A's across the board there, except for an S. My final ranking was B. And now I can finally start upgrading that model gun. So I'm going to do that and it's going to turn it into the silver model gun. Yes, jolly good. Excellent. Good show.